Welcome to the podcast. It's midnight in the bay. Oh, jumping right into it. It's episode 231, The Way I Was When I Was in Sixth Grade. And uh, I am here with a guest. This guy looks like me. I can promise you it's not me with a glasses and beard filter on, okay? This isn't the Snapchat version of me. This isn't the Hispanic version of me. This is his own, he's his own person. And he's a comedian. I've done shows with him. Give it up for Gabriel Alexander. Give it up. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, Alex? Yeah. Thank you for having me. You can't hear them because this isn't live. Oh, okay. I'm just going to assume everyone's clapping, like going crazy. Oh, see my going, picture. They're going nuts. I was actually, I was actually getting, and people found out you were going to be on the podcast and I was getting messages like, oh my God, is he single? This guy, he's like a better version of you, you know? <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, geez, oh, uh, geez, mom. Congratulations. I'm like, geez. like, congratulations on your uh, your nine years, man. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, you know, you need to get a chip like AA. Like I got nine years of marriage right here. Well, hey, all you gotta think about it, check this out, man. I, I was two years longer than you. I was eleven years when I got divorced. So you're almost there. I'm almost at divorce. Okay. Hey, good <laughs> uh, what happened? Oh man, things just didn't work out. We were unhappy for a long time. Like we're cool now. Like it, it was all good. First year always sucks. You know what I mean? You're so yeah. you're with someone over a decade. That's all. And long then time. Uh, then it got, and then you you put kids in the mix and everything. So it was a little rough at the time. But yeah, we just we just kind of just grew apart. You know what I mean? Okay. No sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how. That, that's it's hard. Dude. That's where it starts. Once they hit there, you're done, dude. Oh, it's well. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We try, but you know, it's hard with the kids. And then, you know, when one of them, one of you are tired, they get really upset if you fall asleep, like. You're all talk, you know. So yeah, I've heard that before, but I guess you got to work on it or don't, and wait till the eleventh year and call it, you know, hasta la vega. You know? Huh? Wait till wait till the fucking good looking Amazon guy comes. Yeah, yeah, and then just jump out of the closet. Hey, you know, the one <laughs> time. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I always do a ceremonial hit. You know, for seven years of good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you smoke? Uh, I used to, man. I used to. I used to. I think I, I, think I did too many hard drugs, man. Weed like makes oh. me extra paranoid now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've been hearing scratching at the door. I um, don't know what it is. That was a joke. That was a paranoid <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I know. I get it. I get it. And, you know, I used to dibble dally and, you know, A through Z, you know. Yeah, dude, I like, uh, I like psychedelics, though. That's one thing I've been able oh, to do. Okay. Not every, not obviously every day, but I'll do some shrooms like once every few months. Yeah, those kind of scare me. I, I just don't like things that give me anxiety. Weed doesn't give you anxiety? Does, does weed control your anxiety? Um, 
the anxiety is manageable because I'm not doing oh, edible. Okay. You overdo edibles and that's stressful. But just smoking it, you can kind of control it. So I never get too over the top. And I think I've been doing it so long, I can't get over the top. You know? Oh, that's what's up, man. I, um, I remember the last it, time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, uh, we did a show in Lodi, and a bunch of other comics were there. And they're like, come on, let's smoke some weed. And I was like, yeah, it was just one of those good nights. And I was just like, yeah, fuck you, let's smoke some weed. And I smoked. And I remember the one good thing out of it, I didn't want to drink anymore. Like, I was done for the night. I just chilled. I was super quiet. And I was just like, all my friends are like, dude, we could drive here next. We could drive there. And I was like, man, that sounds dangerous. Like, I started getting responsible after I smoked weed. <laughs> That's the weird part about weed is, like, you feel bad about things. Like, maybe, like, that burrito you spent $17 on and your wife said, you know. <laughs> You're tight for money and stuff. You're supposed to be making lunch and, you know, you buy that. I'll feel guilty about that after, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, like, uh, yeah. some, you know, the cranberries will come on and I'll get all depressed. And then that, I think, <laughs> you know. Yo, yeah. here's zombie. Yo, uh, here's zombie. I met a girl and uh, she was like, what? good easter music she was like i was like I listen to a lot of different kind of music i was like yeah and she was like what's some good easter music and she got so she sent me like a mad face emoji because i sent her a link to the cranberries uh zombie i don't know what that is oh it's a song by the cranberries called this uh called zombie and uh that's that's why i sent it to her because you know because they said what's his name died and then rose back and she just sent me back super mad emojis Oh, oh, comparing Jesus to a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be careful. I mean, even my wife, I mean, some of them are loyal to the faith. I'm not. I jumped out. I realized it was full of shit and, you know, all this, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ah, you ain't fooling me anymore, you know? I'm a grown-up now. But she, she's committed. Other people are committed to it. And sometimes you make jokes and they're like, oh, my God, you know, I'm blasphemy you know you're you're going somewhere i'm going somewhere you know yeah. and that old that old hacky saying you don't think god has a sense of humor i mean come on he made us if he made us then you know what i mean no yeah 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 no no no. i feel that uh i just got it i just got a tinder match a tinder match just popped up on my phone that was like maybe it was jesus fuck i don't know no i think that was my mom <laughs> uh, yeah man. no dude uh you know what was the worst time ever uh it was like right after the pandemic ended so people were still like people are still doing it now but remember when like backyard shows just started popping up everywhere i have my, nightmares about them <laughs> my friend invited me to one and i start doing my stuff and like no one's laughing. I'm talking about not like, not even like kinda like nothing. Yeah. Like they're just staring at me, and I'm like, God damn! Like two minutes in, three minutes in, I see him from the back. And he's going, get off, get off, get off. And I go, okay. And I was like, well, that was my time. And it was like, <clears throat> like I was like, damn, what the hell? So I get off, and he goes, fuck, I should have told you, bro. And I go, what? And he goes, this is my church group. I go. Dude, I did my whole my whole beginning minute and a half was about Jesus. Oh. I was like, 
dude, why didn't you tell me? I didn't even know she was. He goes, and I should have told you, you got to be clean. I was like, yeah, those are things you got to tell me before I perform. Wow. That sounds like a stoner Christian. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Or it's a really yeah. old guy with dementia. I don't know my name. Uh, <laughs> I almost no, feel like he did it on purpose. He just wanted to see me. He just wanted to see what would happen. Honestly, I probably, I kind of feel that bomb. I showed a video of me calling a guy a pedophile on stage to my parents, and they like almost fell out of their chairs. They're like, you can't joke about pedophiles and... <laughs> my mom won't see me. My mom won't see me until I have a clean set. Get that with the clean set ready. I'm like, Ugh. I mean, Dude. I've done I've done clean shows. I did one recently where I, I said the F word twice. It wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, and I joked about it. But um it's an I can't imagine doing if I did a church group, oh my god, I don't know. I mean, that's horrifying. Bro, here's the thing. I have like I have clean material. Like I don't have a lot of time. I'd say I could do six minutes clean. I want to get that up to fifteen, but right now it's not because like I know sometimes you got to have it, and I know like I don't. You know, here's the thing. I'm a I'm a very blue comic. I don't talk about crazy crazy stuff. Like I don't do like I don't have like any like rape jokes and things like that. But I do cuss. I do talk about sex and and all that. But um. I always admire comics who can do like long time completely clean. Right. Because that's like, I don't even talk like that normally. Like if I, me and you were just, you know, sitting around bullshitting, right. like I don't even talk clean. Like I'm a dirty, right, 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 right. Disgusting. Trash well, that's, that's, that's like you said, that's skill right there with these communities that could do clean because they say, be yourself. And a lot of times we're, Dirty people to begin with, and then and I've told people this. They're like, "You got the clean set." I mean, I'm like, it's kind of hard to transition that because you start with what you know, which is joking with your friends. Hey, look at that guy! Oh my god, his eyes are that way. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, yeah. dude. Um, so yeah, you know, there to me, I grew up very. I won't say proper, but like my mom didn't want me swearing and all that. And I would watch rated R movies when she wasn't around and like movies with like, you know, comedians in it. And, and I would laugh and stuff and show my cousins, but my mom wasn't around. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a guilty pleasure, you know? And then with your friends, as you get older, you know, ah, I fuck the shit out of that goat, you know? Yeah. Like, I love animals, you know? <laughs> I dang animals, you know? And you just talk about crazy stuff, and um, then you're like, oh, you get in a comedy, and you're like, oh, that's talk about what you know. And then you go up there, and people are like, oh, my God, you can't, you can't say yeah. that word, you know? You're worse than Joe Rogan. And I'm like, whoa, okay, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. No, and I feel you. I feel you because doing comedy, because of how much time it takes, like everyone has day jobs and stuff, and then right. you got things at night, and you're constantly doing mics, or, you know, you got this podcast. Kids. So the people you actually spend time with are just crazy ass comics like yourself, and that's all that you talk about. Like, yeah, and like comics are insane. Don't laugh. Like I like after a while, you only laugh at the craziest shit like beyond doors. Like you, you appreciate jokes. You're like, oh, that's funny. You know what I mean? But we're all fucked yeah. up. Like we like laughing at fucked up stuff. Actually, it's probably good that I come home to where I got to be like somewhat clean here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have that balance. You know what I mean? 
because yeah you're right when you're hanging out with animals all the time and that's how i was like in college and stuff oh my god you're just, ah, let's you know, <laughs> let's let's look at women at the beach i mean just crazy shit you know yeah 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 no and, uh no I feel, I feel that man like when i when it's my week with my daughters um it's like uh it's like a break it's like a release you know what i mean because i have to watch what right, i say right, and talk, right. and I'm just damn and like i'm in dad mode right you, you know it's different but it's Man, almost like the last day, right when they go back with their mom. It's like as soon as they go back, I give all the hugs and kisses, and okay, I'll see you next time. And you know, we set up the next time, and then I go, and then I call one of my friends, like, "Hey, what's up, punk? Fucking piece of shit. Hey, where's the mic at? Like, give me a beer." And then it's almost like go right back. So it's like this never-ending cycle of good and bad, good and bad. Right. Hey, Donita, let me lick the pussy. You know you say crazy shit to drunk women at bars. I know, I know. Oh, crazy. <laughs> You're an animal. You're an animal, <laughs> dude. You know what, dude? That's one thing I haven't gone. I mean, I've gotten drunk and man, like try to flirt with girls. I don't even remember. I was probably way like, hey, hi, like you know what I mean. Right, right, mostly, it's, yeah. it's mostly just us and the bros getting wasted, just right saying horrible shit. <laughs> No, I know. I was kidding. What I just said was a huge joke because it's always just all guys, and uh, which I'm fine with because I already got the lady here, and I need that guy time. No, dude. You know what's you know what's funny? When I was married, right? When I was married is when I wanted to start doing comedy some years ago, and she kind of always had like a an issue with it. I don't know if it, like I kind of feel her now. Um. Yeah, you I know, you're, you're, completely. <laughs> like, like, you're, like you're gone a lot, you know, right. what I mean? and like right. it's hard to convince a woman who wants to spend time with you to be like, all right, that's cool. But Friday, <laughs> like I'm Wednesday lucky. through Saturday, I'm going to be gone all night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's 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 hard. But that was one thing. But her thing was she always thought there was going to be a bunch of women around me. And I was like, only if you knew that really wasn't the case. <laughs> That's never really the case. You know what I mean? That's a very rare, you know that, what I mean? That never happens. And my wife has said the same thing. I'm like, I talk about you guys on stage. What woman is going to come up to me and want to do something after I've been talking about my family for 20 minutes, you know? Exactly. And, um, yeah, it's not like that. I, 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 my wife came out to a Tommy T show, and I think she kind of understood it more. But she's real supportive, so I mean, that's cool. And she, she sees that I go out after work, and you know, go when I'm tired or not feeling well, and she could tell I care about it. So I guess I'm lucky, you know. No, that's good. No, no, no. That, and that's and it makes and it makes sense that they say not to do it, but it makes sense more and more doing it. It makes sense that uh, com- male comedians and female comedians, or just comedians in general, maybe gay too, are getting married. You know, because they understand kind of the schedule. They're gone probably at the same time. They come back pretty much at the same time. You know what I mean? I dude, I started seeing that and I started noticing because I remember like you ever you always hear about actors dating each other or right, musicians right. dating each other or like not even just that, like uh people in restaurants. Um people in restaurants are constantly dating each other. And if you think about it, it's like they spend most of their day together, then they go out and they party together. Like, who else are you gonna hook up with? Someone who knows that, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, no, I just don't know any comedians who would marry me or whatever comedian I would marry. <laughs> no, you won't get married again. You want to take a break. 
Oh, dude. Yeah. I think I, go. I don't want to say I'm done forever. I would never want to say that, but right now, like I like, I like coming home and then just writing, you know what I mean? Cause I work from home. So I have a lot of time to write. Yeah. I like doing that. And I love doing, com- like I'm in love with comedy. Like Bro, I meet wait, a lot wait, of young wait, guys. Wait, 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 slow down speedo. Um, when you say you come home early and write, so you can sit down and write. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I got that from just being in school, man, being in school and what I used to do when I used to like help write speeches for like, uh, like, uh, city councilmen and people for on the assembly and all that, we would all be like yeah. in this speech yeah. writing. Yeah. Oh, old Teddy yeah. Roosevelt here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's yeah. where it came from. So that's where it came from. He was able to do it. And plus uh, I have ADHD. So I talk to myself a lot, like when I'm wired. So I drink coffee, I pace around and things just uh, pop into my head and I just write it down. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me. I got to be like, I get a lot. Sometimes I'll go for walks, mm. the music, and then something will happen. You know, kind of something to do with the exercise and just moving the body, you know. And then, um, but it's hard for me to sit down. One thing I have been doing is trying to organize my jokes and looking at flashcards and then writing new flashcards. But uh, I need to get longer jokes because I got so many short jokes. It's really hard to memorize everything, you know? Yeah, I do. You know what? That's a that's a that's one thing that I struggle with because of how much I do. write. Yeah, it's a lot of empty premises. Like maybe there's right. one punchline in there. Right. But it's like if I just sat and focus, I could get a bigger bit out of it and I more time out of it instead of like, oh, this, this, this. And then one long one like. That's my thing, because I'm constantly thinking of stuff to write. And, yeah. you know, I, I get like I said, I get ADHD, so things distract me easy. So sometimes I, I sit down and that. write. Sometimes I'll sit down and write and the stuff is too long. It's too. And then I'll try to memorize it before going on stage. And then I'm not like really there. And I'm like trying to think of the words. And sometimes it's tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I have like a take on something with like three main points, like I got a new TikTok joke and I got three main points, it kind of, that's a little easier for me to remember. You know what I mean? So I think kind of that's the next level up from the one-liners is kind of uh, the bullet point jokes, kind of not super long, not super big. You know, I did a story and no one really got it the end until like later on. And then I kind of went into the crowd and made it funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like it was a joke about ice, you know, the, the people that round up uh, your people <laughs> and my cousins. Kind of <laughs> <like your> cousins. <laughs> and you know, those people ruining lives, but it was, a jo- it was a joke to like a bunch of older white people. It was my clean show or a clean show I did. And uh, I just like, come on, you guys didn't get this. Aren't all your kids like work for ice? <laughs> like, you know, that kind of thing, like roasting them a little bit. And I got them, you know. Dude. Hey, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, if like ice started catching illegal immigrants, like with giant pokeballs. That would be painful. <laughs> like, and then, and then the, the reporters asking them like, hey, why are you guys doing this? And they're like, got to catch them all. 
And then they just like, oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it, that would be cool and very catchy and throwback. But uh, <laughs> I think people would be highly upset. I mean, you think people were upset when one black guy died from the knee to the neck? I mean, people would be upset if you're killing illegals by the dozens with a big spiky ball. You got Mad Max out there throwing it out, you know. Catching them? That would be wild, man. That would be that would be crazy. I for sure Trump would get elected. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that you know what that could happen because Biden, he's so old, he's just like, uh, uh yeah, 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 Pokeball, yeah, yeah. You dude, know, like, dude, the here's, fuck? here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I don't. I'm not really a political person, but it's like, bro, Biden's pretty old. Like, did you see that video of him, like him turning around to shake someone's hand, and then he's like tripping out, going, "Fuck, there's no one there." Like that guy has control of nuclear weapons. Some of us have grandparents who act just like him, and we don't let them. We won't even let them drive a car, but we're letting this guy control nukes. That's like. He's like Grandpa sitting with the iced tea and the rocking chair status. He's like Grandpa that falls asleep with the remote and accidentally yeah. like hits, you know, the the sound all the way or something. That's him. Biden could fall asleep on the nuke and just like hit it, and now we just bond. start. We just start uh, World War Three out of nowhere. Like, oh man, can I press those back? They're like, no, it's done. The world's annihilated. He's like, oh man, yeah, what? No. No, that's crazy, dude. Like, it's crazy, man. I started thinking about everything I've noticed from being a kid till now, like everything that's happened. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't even want to. I, I, I'm kind of scared to see if it gets any worse, dude, to be honest. I don't pay attention to it because here's my whole point. I would rather not see the nuke coming than watch it hit me. You know what I mean? That's me too. Me if too. I'm going to die, I'd rather not see it coming. Oh, yeah, I totally want to be like if I I know this sounds crazy, but if they're like, oh, they said they're threatening a nuke near L.A. or San Francisco. I'm driving as close as I can to those places. Well, that's a little suicidal, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, man, I'm going to drive right to it. I'm going to try to beat it. You know why? Because you know what? You know what scares me more? Yeah. Then, than that, having to survive in like a post-apocalyptic world, uh-huh. and like you have to build stuff again. Like I don't know how to build a house, yeah. or like do all like do plumbing. Like all the all the people that we look down on in society, like oh you're a construction worker, or oh you're a mechanic, or you're that. Those are going to be the, even homeless people. Like we look at them like oh you're crap, but those are going to be the people who repopulate the earth because they know how to survive. Those are going to be the Instagram models. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. They're gonna the be like people. The homeless people are gonna be like, yeah, we've been doing this. There's gonna be photos of them eating rats and surviving. Like, yeah, dude, because they know what that's up. They're like, uh, they already know. It's us who like live in houses yeah. and are on social media, and we're we're you know we we don't work with our hands anymore. You know what I mean? Unless it's like little stuff. We're gonna be the ones. Oh, we're getting dumber and dumber. Phones are making us dumber and dumber. I don't know how to spell. I don't know how to do math. I don't even know. <laughs> my wife's phone number you know what i mean i i hey, dude, already, yeah. you know have you ever seen um have you ever seen josh means bit on that he has a bit on that about uh about not knowing anyone's numbers anymore like no one knows each other's numbers you know what i mean no, I've, I've never seen him do comedy but i've seen him do the roast thing online 
Oh, okay. Dude, I'm actually, uh, that's what I was preparing for most of the day. I'm going there Wednesday, this Wednesday to battle a, a, a comic, dude. It'll be my first time. Promote it. Yeah, hell yeah. Promote it. Where is it at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's at Verbal Insults. Uh, it's, it's called Verbal Insults. It's at Punchline Sacramento this Wednesday at 8 p.m., man. I'm battling John Ross. And uh, there's a lot of people like uh, Colin Casado says he's battling Artie Valenzuela. Uh, there's a few other ones. It's going to be really good. Right. And so do you cry in front of people or in the car after the roast battle? Oh, I fucked that. If the crowd laughs at me, they're going to have to see my tears. They're going to have to feel bad right then and there. Right. I'm, making it, I'm making it awkward for everybody. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> How could you say that about me? Just like, try, like if my jokes are really bad, just play that card. Like do that. If you're not ready for this guy, <laughs> Just be like, how could you say that? My mom's here. Like, you're, <laughs> you're like, my mom's dead. <laughs> oh, and just fall to my knees. And everyone's just Man. like, oh, make it awkward for everyone. Take your sweatshirt. Take your sweatshirt off. You got a Kaepernick jersey. You're on one knee just going like this. <laughs> I want freedom. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, you'll win it, dude. If there's some purple haired people there, you'll win it, dude. Oh. Get it. Man, a lot of comedy's going that going towards that in some instances as far as like a lot of the fans but there's actual comics who are but people, don't, but people don't want that you know and the one thing is i understand maybe not saying certain words or because it's kind of insensitive but at the same time sometimes you get caught up with the comedy and you may say something but it's like you're not yelling at actors for saying stuff you know what i mean it's just kind of part of the show yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean are you yelling at rappers for the horrible things they say why aren't you you know what i mean it seems like moms do that but never young people but now young people whatever you know i i've talked about till nauseum stories on this podcast you can go back but I've, I've had people stop my shows and i'm not even that crazy and i've learned not to react like i used to but you know, and to make a joke out of it, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of tough, but now I'm, I'm kind of, uh, gone through it and I think I can handle pretty much anything, you know? Yeah. No, I feel that I've seen, I've seen people like, like, that's not funny to make a joke about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not laughing that it happens. I'm just making a joke at, you know, usually like if you, if we make a joke about something, we're usually making fun of that thing. We're not promoting it. We're not saying, yay, this is funny. We're like making fun of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like I do, I, I, and I've been doing it more and it, it kind of works, especially if it's like a black crowd or something, but I talk about like, you know, being a Trumper and I'm not, but I talk about like, you know, Trump and, you know, election was stolen because people know I'm joking. You know what I mean? But I bet you there are some people that probably have seen me do stuff like that. Like, oh, my God, that's he was a horrible person. Like, how could you? But and that's the whole thing. You can't. It's like a mindset. You cannot be in that mindset. We're just saying stuff to get a laugh. And some things may work. Some may not. You know what I mean? We're no, not. Yeah. Art, at least with mine, too, is like my stuff doesn't have any meaning. Mine's goofy, jokey. I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, to like preach my point. Like I'm just here to just goof off, man. And I, I thought it was funny. So I wrote it down and I said it, that's it. Like, there's nothing beyond that. Like, I don't have a secret agenda. Like I'm just trying to make people laugh at some weird things I think about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like a lot of those comedians like Mark Norman, David tell, 
um, a lot of those New York comedians, you know, just comedians that don't aren't really serious. I mean, I, I can't even actually think of a comedian I like that's serious with points. I mean, maybe Dave Chappelle has points, but he's always funny though too. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel that, dude. I feel that. I'm the, I'm the same way, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm here to have fun. This is like a release. You know what right. I mean? Like, and, and, and you know, one thing too, I like to do that. I start when I started doing the podcast. I started the podcast before comedy, and I like kind of like ripping on my past or ripping on myself. It's kind of like it's kind of like those your friends, like your friends rip on you. You know what I mean? It's like it's not mean it's just it makes you feel better i don't know about what you're dealing with you know yeah 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 and uh i've had people say it sounds like you need therapy i'm like these are these are jokes i'm not doing oxycontin i'm joking about it you know what i mean i've gone yeah. past that but i used to in 09 2010 i was oh shit oh give me the foil and the straw oh my god you know i, I went holy crazy. shit you used to snort oxy how was that? I did everything with it. I did Wait. everything but put it in my butt. <laughs> did you ever shoot it up? Kinda? All right. <laughs> Grandma listens. Grandma listens. <laughs> no, dude, 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 dude. I'm not judging. No judgment here at all. I used to, I did the thing. Uh, when I stopped doing every drugs, the last one I did was all pills, dude. I stopped doing all that yeah. stuff. I was, I was crazy on it, man. Yeah. Like so many other people are now. I, I, you know, I thought I was just alone, but uh, I tell everyone to, I get a few comics who will ask me about it. Like, Hey, can you get it? Or, you know, and I'm just like, man, that come down when you're done, dude, that come down is going to be horrible, dude. Well, and now everything has me. I think I, to me, I think more death. Like, like, well, dude, not only that, people can't even, you can't it's even. Different like, now, too. Yeah, yeah, and, like, with the fentanyl stuff, like. That's scary. You don't even, That's that, really yeah, scary. dude, like, people just doing a bump of coke in the bathroom with their friend, like, oh, yeah, and then, boom, passing out, like, what the fuck? You know what that could be? Let's just hit my mind right now. It's going to blow your mind right now. What if it's the government putting the fentanyl on the drugs to get people to not do them? Like, if they, like, they've reached a point, they're like, look. They're never going to stop. This is the only way. That just that just came into my little stone mind right now. I mean, because, you know, you hear about a lot of and I tell my friends that are still out there partying with the, the glow sticks, you know, you got to test it, get test kits. You get, And even then you can't really. But you got to be safe out there. It's not even worth it. I tell people I wish I just stuck with the booze and the weed, but. We all go through our little path. Some people go to college. Some people go to rehab a couple of times. Thanks, mom and grandpa. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you, man. I feel but you. But you know what? The I hate the sappy, hokey stuff. But if I didn't go through all those things, I wouldn't be here now with the things I'm like blessed to have. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. There's uh, there's a lot of stuff that I appreciate now because I wasn't appreciating back then. And I was obviously wasn't loving myself. You know what I mean? Cause when you're doing that, you're, you're trying to oh, feel you are. You're like, Oh yeah. I feel great. About myself. No, oh dude. Yeah. <laughs> was there, did you have like any weird things you like to do when you're like me? I'll, t I'll tell you what I mean. So like when I would pop bills for some reason, I loved walking around flea markets <laughs> and just looking at shit high as a kite. 
Um, I like to spend money. You know, I mean, I like to buy, like, I used to go to Rizbutin and all that and buy the three DVDs for $10, you know. Oh, you like, I used to like to watch uh, horror movies. That was my thing, too. Flea markets and watching horror movies while I was any like, movie, just any movie. Actually, just filled out. <laughs> when, my, when my kid was first born and he could point at stuff, I was, he would point like daddy and then he'd point at the couch or the balcony. I, was, I used to smoke cigarettes back then because if, oh. you're, if you're addicted to pills, there's no way you're not smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. Oh, one hundred. I agree. Oh I think that's I think that's the one thing that lasted. Like I stopped for a while, and then after the divorce, um, I was like, I didn't want to. Like I, that was a like when you're an addict, you know what I mean? Like any big thing that happens in your life can make you flip. You know what I mean? Even any little thing, it depends, but um, yeah, you like know I know why? a lot of people. You know why? Because we go from zero to 60. There's no middle ground like a lot of people. You know what I mean? You're oh, emotional, yeah, yeah, yeah. emotional creatures. So, But yeah, but you know, the whole thing for me though is even if something traumatic happened in my life, I don't even think I'd go back because I don't want to die. I, mean, oh, I was, no, doing, I was I young, I was naive. I thought, you know, I could do it a little bit, a little bit. But as time went on, it was more stressed about like how much damage am I doing myself? But I was addicted, so I couldn't get off. And um, I didn't like the person I became either. I was still. Oh, I was. Oh, I dude, was, I was full blown. I was, bro, I, you know, I got, I remember I got invited to this. I was young, early 20s. I get invited to this kid's house and we used to just play Madden. We fucking smoke weed and play Madden. He didn't know I was a pill popper. You know, he didn't know I was going to Coles with a screwdriver and a hammer to pop open that clear plastic thing over the games so I could steal the games, sell them back to GameStop and get money for stuff. You know what I mean? He didn't know. Holy shit. (laughs) Damn, me and you were very close in in what we did. I used to do some foul shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, I'm working to someone. It went from just feeling good to, to just crazy. complete change. Yeah, like, complete change. You need it. So, um, I'm playing one night. I'm playing with this kid, and I'm like so out of my mind that I'm like, "Fuck it!" Like, I'm gonna go like to the bathroom, and then if the his mom's bedroom door is open, I'm gonna go up in there and see if there's any gold laying around. I go in there and it looked like it was a setup. I don't know if the mom was setting me up, but there was gold everywhere. Just necklaces, jewelry. I'm like, holy fuck, I hit the jackpot. I'm like, oh, fucking, oh my God, dude, I'm going to sell some gold. I'm going to go hell. I'm going to go ham. I'm going to get 30 pills. I'm going to get a bottle. I never got a bottle. And so um, I'm like grabbing pieces and I just hear the mom go, hey, what are you doing? And she was at the door. And then my friend comes down with another friend, that, and they're like, "What the fuck, dude?" And I was like, "I was looking for the bathroom, and I got gold hanging on my hand and like in my pockets, you know." Yeah. Oh shit! I never yeah. got invited to go over there again. <laughs> yeah, I never I bet, saw the dude. kid again. I feel bad, you know. I, I even so like, you know, if I went back to it, I, I wouldn't want to become that person again. Oh, no, 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 no. I 100% understand. I'm such a hard head that I had to go through embarrassing moments like that to, like, not do it, if that makes sense. No, yeah, dude, I, bro, I have, uh, I burnt a lot. Hi, Grandma. Rip off her earrings. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Grandma, you still got that gold tooth? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I did. I, I was bad off too, man. That was like, Oh, that was bad. And it's crazy now because now it's, I've been shit. I've been off it long time, man. Long time. Now I don't even remember how long it's been years and years. It's been over four or five years. I know that. Um, and you know what the weird thing is? I don't know if this is for you, but like, I don't crave it because I know where it'll lead and you know how I felt and trust me coming off of it. I, I've got horror stories for you. And so, um, but I do the drinking and the weed and that never really gets out of hand. I may do it a little too often where it's like, I'm gaining weight from it, but it's not like affecting my life where I'm stealing for it or not oh, holding no, no, a no. job. I, or, I, I understand it too. I, I still think I keep it in the back of my head to not do it too much because I know of that personality but it's like just like you said like i don't crave it like i've never ever been drunk and was like oh man i wish i could pop a pill or something i I don't even think about it dude i'm so glad to be done with that i know and it's weird because when you're you didn't go to rehab huh you didn't go to rehab no i didn't i didn't go to rehab i probably should have trust me i probably fucking should have uh it probably would have saved me a few years from going through horrible shit if i wouldn't have yeah. Um, I remember one time, uh, and you, you know, it's a crazy thing too, as bad off as I was on that, I swear when I was doing it, I thought I would never get clean. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna die doing this. There's no way I could stop doing this. And yeah. I did. So anyone who's listening, trust me, you can, and it's horrible. Get off of it. Cause that shit's no good, man. So yeah, trust well, me, I, I thought I couldn't, I, I swear. But then you feel normal when you get off it and there's some time and you're like, yeah, I didn't really need that. It's the same. You know what the same feeling is? And I actually had it later on. But, you know, when you fucking jerk one, you rub one out and you just feel horrible about yourself afterwards. You're like, I didn't need to do that. That was disgusting. <laughs> that that wasn't that was just that was just to do it, to do it. That wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was just for the endorphins. That wasn't because I needed I was stressed. I wasn't overly horny and my, you know, my, my, my wife was busy. It was just me just going, ah, I could do it. Cause I could do it. Yeah, no, I feel you. You're like looking in the mirror out of breath with a cramp, <laughs> taking off two latex gloves. It <laughs> <laughs> is like, you know, anything, hey, if you know anything, you wear, you put on a latex glove and then you take it off and you put it on reverse. So you get the loop part. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's that same, it's that same feeling. <laughs> it's that same feeling of like no, that, that shame, that shame. So it's just like, who wants to deal with those feelings? I think honestly, I think it's a boredom. It's a mental, we have, I don't it must be the ADHD or something. We, I have a mental boredom. I got to be entertained. Even if I'm at work, I mean, thank God oh. for phones. I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah. Drugs. There was no phones. You know? Oh, no, no, no. That's I, I 100% feel you. Um, constantly. My mind is like a fucking that's, that's another thing too, where I always have trouble sleeping because I'm constantly thinking about stuff like right before I relax, like my brain, my body's relaxed. My brain doesn't. And it's just constant stimuli that I need all the time. You like you said, like about out, your work, you, huh? should out, you should check out CBD like drips. Without the THC. 
Someone was telling me about that because my I was wife, telling them I was wife. telling them that I've tried everything. Like I don't want to. Here's the thing. I don't know about you, but even now I had to take a wisdom tooth out. And this was after this was after I would already stop taking pills. And yeah. they're like, do you want any pills? I was like, no. Nah. And I told the doctor, I was like, look, I should be strong on pills. I said, I'll just take the pain. Now it's almost gotten weird to where I, I'm scared to take any kind of like Tylenol or any no, ambient. No, no, I am too. Um, especially if I'm a, I, I know I'm gonna have a beer later. You know what I mean? I don't even want to mix those two. And I used to mix all sorts of things with beer, you know? Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I feel you. I was so, dumb. I remember, check this out, dude. I'll, I'll tell you this story. I'm just how bad off I was. I remember one time um, it was like a year before I bought my house and I was standing on the, uh, I was standing at a friend's back porch and we had just drunk a bottle of wine and I'd probably took, I don't know, like 25,000 milligram uh, or the tens, you know, the Vicodin tens, the little yellow ones. Oh, Some call them- those were better. The other ones with the, the red uh, speckles on the, the oh, white. Oh, you like those ones? You like those no, ones? no, I, I didn't like, like those because you had to take a bunch of them. I oh, like yeah, yeah, because those are 500s. Yeah, those dude. Tens, so so I had to take the little that. yellow ones. I did, Ooh, I did a cup of coffee? Ones. Oh, my God. You take seven of those with a cup of coffee? Oh, my God, dude. Oh, bro, bro, check this out. This is how bad I was. I had 25 in me. Holy crap. The yellow one. That's a, my tolerance was high. Like I remember throughout you know, the day. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. I remember I had this person I probably did 25. Yeah. Dude, I had a person build a tolerance. Point, I had a person at one point uh I knew this chick and dude, this was the craziest thing, dude. I always had game but it was never it was always to like for a benefit. Like you know what I mean? Like I knew this nurse and we would go out and we would hang out whatever. And I eventually, the whole reason I even talked to her was because she worked at the hospital. And I, in my fucking crazy junkie mind, I was like, I'm probably, I could probably get her to bring me, to get me pills from the hospital. Right. And I remember I had her at the point, like she was bringing me all kinds of shit, dude. Like, like, uh, I would get all kinds of stuff, like fentanyl patches. Oh, I'd chew on them. Right. I'd chew. I was really bad off, man. You but this one time I'm telling you, I was on the back porch. You on death. Yes. Constantly, and I do, dude, because it got to the point to where I would take like 15 tens and it wouldn't even give me a head change. I was so bad, dude. Wow, it might have been worse than me, actually. Oh, yeah, dude. God. Oh, dude, 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 no, 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 I was bad. Like, uh, I'll tell you two incidents that really made me go, All right, you got okay, maybe it's time to stop. The first one. <laughs> The first one was like, I was, I did like 25 of them. Right. And I drank like a half bottle of wine, which you're not supposed to do. And then you know how you want that urge to smoke that cigarette? (laughs) No wonder you got a divorce. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, this was, (laughs) yeah. And then, uh, so we we fucking, Uh so I'm on the back porch Mm -hmm. and I'm fucking, I'm, I'm super buzzed. I go out and I hit a cigarette. I think it was like a Newport too. So it was a, always a menthol for me. Yeah. And me too. I hit it, and then all of a sudden I felt like not the good chills that you feel when you hit it. Like yeah. I felt weird chills. Like it went from my toes yeah. slowly up my fingers, my hands all the way up to my body. And I was like, Ooh, and I felt bad. And I just threw up everything. Hell of it. Like hella gross stuff. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, fuck, I think I was about to OD. But if I wouldn't, like, if I would have passed out, I would have OD'd. But I hit that cigarette and it made me cough and it made me throw it up. And I remember this. I remember this thought. 
I didn't even care that I didn't die. I was just so mad that I wasn't high anymore because it just instantly. And then, then I knew what you, this story brought to you by menthol (laughs) cigarettes. Yes. This this, this story brought to you by stocking in association with Newport cigarettes. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, that part. And then when I really saw this other guy, who was like, you know, you had friends who popped with you. Like, you don't talk to them now, but back then they were right, like right, friends right, right. because you guys all just got high together. Right. I had saw him, I saw him like cut a soda can in half. Jesus. And then melt a fucking oxy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then he shot it up and then he shot it like heroin. And I was like, I did, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that scared me so much because I was like, dude, am I on the, is that the next step is heroin? Because it's, you know what I mean? And I think that's when I was like, okay, I got to stop. I got to stop now. That freaked me the fuck out. You know how they get you on heroin? They say, oh, it's cleaner than pills. You don't have the Tylenol and all that and the pharmaceutical. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I mean, if you've seen train spotty, I, I visited train spotting for a couple of months and then I was like, you know, it saved me being fat because when you're fat, it's hard to find and he quit. No, you know, <laughs> fuck, dude. No, dude, I was, yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. Wow, we have a lot in common. Look, we're bald, we're bearded, we're junkies. Look I, at I know. I, sorry, <laughs> grandma. Sorry. The, where I was at, I wasn't on vacation for four years. That's, this is what I was doing. You know? We're all, we're all like staring, like, did you use to pop pills too? We're like, yeah. We're like, did we just become best friends, like in fucking stepbrothers? We're just talking I, about junkie stories. I feel like everyone listening to this was just like, yeah, I forgot how big of a loser this guy was. I think I'm unsubscribing. This is, but I mean, it's this shit we've been through, you know, and it's. Do you I mean, ever, um, do you ever write joke? Do you have bits about you used to use and all that? No, because it's kind of tough dude, talking about it. Dude, that dude, that's what I'm trying to tell. Like, that's what that was my next point was like, I've been through a lot and I've had some funny times that like if I'm sitting by myself, I think about crazy shit that happened. And but it's like I haven't been able to put it into a bit to present it to the public yet. I'm I'm sure I will one day. Uh I'm pretty open. Like, I'm pretty open when I talk about it, but at the same time, I'm just like, Jesus, like I can't believe I did that shit. No, I know, dude, dude, you are a totally different person from when then till now. Like, I don't think people realize like, especially people like, that's why I think I have a lot of sympathy for people who are going through it like that. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, well they could just do this if they want it. Like, you don't understand, man. Until you're in that situation, like you don't mean to be shitty, but you're like almost under possession. Like you're like under control of that substance, you know, and you'll do anything for it. I guess you're right. coming out of that you do now understand people that go through stuff and mental breakdowns and all that that kind of stuff and you like get it you know what i mean you don't judge them as much yeah that's, yeah, yeah that's a positive thing from it but yeah i mean i'm sure there's a ton of jokes there i mean right now i kind of just talk about the wife and meeting her and having the kid and having him i mean that's kind of like the main part but then all my sets kind of have changed you know what i mean and I got all these little branches I can go off of that sometimes I'll improv on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, you're right. I I try to write personal. 
So maybe you're right. I, you know? I do, dude. I, I talk about well because I, I, I mentioned not- that I'm divorced. I don't go into a lot of detail about it, which I probably will one day too. Um, but I talk about being a father and weird stuff. So I try to get away. Maybe that I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it now. Maybe that's maybe I need to just be brave and just dig into the horrible things that I try to hide from because I feel like I'm like mm. that's such a bad part of my life. I'm trying to do everything to not bring it back up, but it's like it's still a part of me no matter what, regardless if I'm not that person anymore, you know? Yeah, Richard Pryor was good at doing all that, you know? Oh, yeah. He did that one. It's on, like, YouTube, but he's in front of, like, a menu, and it's, like, 1970. And it's, like, you can hear people talking in the bar, and, you know, I'm like, this is definitely a black bar. You know, people hear background talking and stuff, and uh, he talks about... um, Sucking dick. Holy shit. Yeah. But he makes it humorous. And so, I mean, people do like, you know, talk about crazy stuff up there. And he was, I feel like the master at it. uh, Man, man, you know what? I think this, this, this podcast uh, inspired me, man. I think I'm going to write a new bit. I think I'm going to write a bit on it. I got to write a bit on the pill thing. I got to, man. I think it's been long enough. This is my open mic that I do Monday nights, even if I'm here by myself, because there'll always be some little nug that pops up that I say, you know, you're right. There is something about saying stuff out loud. And I used to go on Instagram live and just, oh, my God, and just say something that is crazy that I can maybe throw into the the set. But I need to be doing more shows, dude. I feel like I got all this material and not enough stage time. And I don't really want to. I feel like you're getting booked a lot. I feel like I always see you on something. I know, but you know how it is. You want more and more. Yeah. Hey, that's one thing that uh, I remember talking with someone because I had a counselor. I never went to rehab, but I did have a counselor. I did go to meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I talked to them. I remember him telling me to, like, he gives you the whole, every drug counselor gives you that same talk when they're like, Everyone gets the same 24 hours. You know what I mean? It's matters right, what you right, do, right. which is true, which is true. Um, but I remember him saying, well, look, you're probably always going to have an addictive personality. Like, that's not going to stop. So what you do is you turn that addiction to something positive. So, like, when I turned it to comedy, like, I constantly write. I'm constantly doing shows. You would say that I'm like, almost addicted to comedy. I love it so much. Right. Uh, but it's still, it's positive. It's not negative. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. No, for the most part, it is. Except when you bomb, you're like, fuck, I hate oh, this. Dude. Dude. I feel like the more you do it, the less bombings you have or like the more ways you can get out of stuff. Like I was I did a show this um, on f- this past Friday and it was my birthday. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? We lost him. Houston, we have a problem. We lost another Mexican. Oh, shoot. Oh, there you are. Oh, okay. I was looking too. I was like, oh, crap. Like, I heard you kind of, I didn't hear it. And I was like, oh, man. Okay. I didn't know so, if it was my Wi Fi or what. So, I did a show last Friday, which was my birthday. And I, okay. didn't, and I didn't even like, I didn't go like, oh, it's my birthday. Like, I'm not one of those people. You know what I mean? I just kind of was casual about it, like, after my set. But, uh, it was the Smoke and Jokes show up there in Sacramento. 
Oh, with uh, with uh, Michael Calvin Jr. Yeah, but a white guy runs it. A really? Runs it. Yeah, he's got a bunch of tattoos. Intimidating, but very nice guy. Um, and it's in like a warehouse. You know? No. Yeah. And, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one sec. Hold on. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, and make sure uh, his hostage doesn't escape. Oh, he's snoring someone. <laughs> snoring something. <laughs> uh, the old blurry oh, background. Sorry about that. I had to blow my nose, and I didn't want to uh, do it on camera. I was like, that'd be hella gross, dude. I have my window open, and I've been I having. Know, I used to. I used to say that too when my mom's when I would snort stuff, and my mom said, "What are you doing up there?" I was blowing. <laughs> no, I know allergies are bad. I know, I know, but um. So I, I do this show, the Michael Calvin Jr. show, and um, it, it filled up, but everyone's smoking. And you're and it's like a huge place, and you're thinking, you know, people are going to quiet down once they're high and stuff. They must have been smoking sativa weed because most of the place is talking, and they're filming this for I – was, it was, it's – the replay is going to be on – I'll have to post the link on my Instagram, underscore Alex Woody Comedy. But it was on uh, Roku. And actually, my it was live streaming, and then they're going to put the replay up, which I'll post on underscore Alex Woody Comedy. And my friend in Portland watched it, and he sent me a tiny little clip. But, um, you know, I don't know if you could hear the laughs, but it was like just the first couple of rows laughing. And I was just like, it was tough. Is it, that, oh, is it really, really big? I'm actually, the reason I'm asking, I'm performing there May 13th, Friday the 13th. Well... I'm not, I had fun. I'd do it again. That's what I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, comedy, it's not going to be perfect for you. Like I'm doing Tommy T's Wednesday and this Thursday. You can get more details on my Instagram underscore Alex Woody comedy. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be crowded, but when that place is crowded, it's really like comedy. Yeah. One of places you got to work them. You got to prove yourself. You know, and um, they're also, it's just a different style show. And, and the other comedians were telling me that before I went up there. You know what I mean? But you can get them. I mean, they said I did a good job, you know. You froze again. Oh, there you are. So, no, you'll have fun. You'll have fun. And plus, you get to be on TV. That's pretty cool. You know? Are you there? Did we lose you? Is the CIA listening to us? They heard us talking about fentanyl laced. And they're like, we are stopping this podcast. Well, I think we lost Gabe. He's off. He's going to add probably back in here. So take a swig of your drink. We are going to wrap up here. Let's just get the sponsor out of the way before he comes back, and then we'll wrap up, I promise. Underscore, what am I doing? We'll go to underscore Alex Woody Comedy on Instagram, and then also go to silvertongueaudio.org. Go there. You will get free content. Yes, free content. Um, podcasts. Uh, podcasts. 
Oh, Wi-Fi kicked me off. I thought it said wife kicked me off. He just uh, hit me up here. All good. It was almost an hour. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say, come back on. Whatever you want to do, you want to do. So, this podcast brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to their website, silvertongueaudio.org. Download the free podcast there. Mine, Men on the Bay, all the episodes, bada bing, bada boom, for Apple, for Android phones, for Huawei phones, whatever phone you got, it'll work. And then uh, go check out the other podcasts out there uh, on that website. Really interesting ones. Dazed and Disturbed. It's about a stoner guy who talks about dark subjects in a light way. It's really funny. It's really fun. Dazed and Disturbed. Also check out NPC Podcast, the non-player character podcast. Um, whatever. Um, NPC Podcast, non-player character podcast. It's a video game podcast. Talks about video games. <laughs> and they also talk about addiction. Something that we all know about. So go to silvertoneaudio.org to check this stuff out. I'll log in and we could do a goodbye. Okay, so he's gonna be coming on. He's gonna be coming on here. I hate that the speaker. Oh, here we go. We're gonna do the goodbye here. You guys always can't hear me rap. <laughs> okay. Are you there? All right. So, sorry. Um, sorry about that, man. Oh, no, it's all good. I know sometimes working for the Mexican cartel, they want you to get off. Yeah, I didn't. I, that was the government. They were like, you're talking too long. Yeah, I know. I was saying they we uncover the fentanyl and the drugs thing, and now they're coming for us. All right, so promote, <laughs> promote whatever you want, and then we'll get the hell out of here because I know Grandma needs to go to bed. All right, definitely. So this Wednesday... Uh, like I said, I'll be at Punchline Sacramento at 8 oh, p.m. Sure. battling uh, for for the verbal insult show. Let's go. Um, then Thursday, I will be at the Purple Place, I believe, in El Dorado Hills. Um, oh, that shows that shows at eight o'clock. So if you're in that area, um, and then Saturday, I'll be at Stockton, back in my my home city in Stockton. Uh, Saturday at eight o'clock at Dealer's Choice. It's like an arcade, and we're gonna throw a show oh, there. And it's oh my pizza. god, yeah, pizza's gonna be sponsored there uh, by Caps Pizza. Who, by the way, we have a dope mic tomorrow. If anyone wants to make the drive, it's a dope mic. Uh, you get a free beer and there's free pizza for the comics. Um, oh, pizza. Yeah, dude, good crowd, good crowd. But uh, that place is gonna sponsor our Saturday show, and then Black Rabbit's gonna sponsor it with alcohol. And it's uh, me, Colin Casados, Ryan Holloway, Nick Michelson, and um, Thug Dork, Reggie Galindo. So it's going to be a good show Saturday, definitely. Mm -hmm. All of them are going to be dope. But... Wow. That one sounds pretty dope. The sponsorship. Yeah. You want to get sponsorship for your shows. Folks, if you're just watching Netflix this week, 
you've heard about you know my shows at Tommy T's Wednesday and Thursday. You heard about his shows. Come on, guy. And then because a lot of the people that listen to this, they oh shit, is that grandma's lettuce? Where can they find all this information at? Oh, they can find it. Oh, um, you can find it on my Instagram page, which is G underscore Alexander two zero nine. I know so fucking long. That's his locker number. Yeah. And then, uh, or on uh, Facebook, just I gave real Alexander. My Twitter is the same as my Instagram G underscore Alexander two zero nine. I keep everything on there, mostly in my stories, but Instagram is usually where I post most of the shows at. And do you have uh, OnlyFans? I do. I do. I do have an OnlyFans. Uh, you have to have like, I dress up like a yard gnome and I just parade around in the yard naked. So if you're into that, definitely hit me up on OnlyFans. Uh, wow. It's never my yard. It's never my yard. It's other people's yards, but they don't mind because they don't know. So I actually want to see those videos. I hope you zoom in <laughs> on the neighbor's face. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> that sounds like a jackass skit. You know what I mean? bring those back people need to make more underground jackass movies all right well it was great having you that was fun it's just like it's it's me it's me dressed up like a gnome and i'm just like riding on the back of like plastic deers but i'm naked right and you know i mean people are into that so it's cool that's cool yeah i mean sign me up what's that but yeah that's that's what we got going on this week that's what we, we got going on this week. No, you can't tease people like that. How do we find you on there? On oh, on on OnlyFans. On OnlyFans. Yeah, what's the <laughs> username? What the hell? I'm no, gonna... no, no. I was just playing. I really don't have. Oh, 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 oh! Damn! I was like, okay. <laughs> You're so hot. You were like, dude. He dresses like a gnome, and he's in the. <laughs> I gotta see this. That would be yeah. dope. Now I want to. <laughs> and you just you had the camera guy just like zoom in on the like neighbor's horrified face. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what is that? That's people a mythical thing. People are getting to divorces thinking they hired like a male stripper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, other people, I promote a lot of stuff on TikTok too. Um, mostly just flyers and stuff like that. I'm but... done with TikTok. You're done with it? It's just like. I used to get a lot more views and it seems like it's oversaturated with shit. I get more views. It's on, true. I get more views on YouTube shorts. Oh, you know what? I, yes, I do. Ooh. I just thought of that, that please, you guys, please come to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to get more followers. If you can, oh, yeah, like, I, that? it's a, uh, it's just Gabriel Alexander comedy. Um, I, I put, I post a lot of my clips up there. I do a lot of YouTube shorts, just like Alex was saying. So a lot of the stuff I put on TikTok, I put it on the shorts. Um, yeah, does. I love this guy's material. A lot of anti-gay, anti-black. He does a lot of Nazi material. Oh yeah, very good. Oh, it's a just lot of power. My, a oh yeah, hate. a lot of hate. I mean, burn them all. I mean, it's I love so much. It's so much hate, but also so much truth. And yeah. that's that's where I'm. That's what I'm trying to convince people. You know, <laughs> uh, right? Hey, um, yeah, the YouTube's great. You know, it's funny. You post a video on there. I recently got a video. And there's a bunch of people laughing in the video because I'm just a genius. And someone left a comment, not funny. Dude, like... How is it not funny when everyone's laughing? Explain that to me. Sometimes I think I'm a moron. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, some people just... uh, Some people just... 
take it off on that man they they want to just put that you know that's like i can't even imagine like if i ever leave a comment on people's up it's always something me trying to be goofy or funny you know what i mean i never write a comment like you suck i would oh yeah dude now that i've gotten into comedy i'm actually nicer when it comes to like shitty art yeah dude yeah no i feel that i'll talk shit about you on my podcast but i ain't gonna write anything no Dude, I get it. I, I get every once in a while I'll get one. Like I got like j- almost very similar to what you got, like how the person was like not funny. Yeah, I did one where I recovered. It was a, it wasn't recovering from a bomb. I had told the crowd. I was like, so many people. I said, I said, hey, do we got any single parents in the house? Yeah. And nobody said anything like it was silent. I go, oh, shit. I said, I'm so used to this city or whatever, you know, and I recovered from it. And I made it funny. And then someone underneath put you straight bombed. And I'm like, you just it's people who only know the terminology, but never. You know what I mean? Like never done it. I know when I I've freaked out on someone at a show early in comedy and someone they try to cancel me on Facebook. They're like, you had a Kramer moment. I'm like, I never said a racial slur. Yeah, you can pair me just because I got mad at someone. I yelled at this lady for being just an idiot and not understanding it's a joke that I had. It wasn't even a bad yeah. joke. And I should have made it into a joke. It was a learning experience. I embarrassed myself, but also embarrassed the lady, which is a win. But um, people wrote online like, I can't, you know, you're uh, you're horrible. You stink. You know, people really went into me after that set. And I was yeah, um, nah, don't it, dude. That, I, lo- I love how they just compared it to Kramer. You're just white, so yeah. anything you do angrily is just going to be racist right. or right. all this right. other. It just doesn't matter, man. <laughs> I, know. I know it's so stupid. The world is annoying, but it's not going to be perfect, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, that's the show. Hell yeah. Thank you for having Thanks me. For coming on. That's Midnight in the Bay, episode 231. Later. Alligator. All right. All right. Silver Tongue Audio.